Hello, I exist and I want to die. How are you today, Cooper? I don't know. And this is the dynamic of our true friendship. I'm forcing him to talk. He doesn't want to, but he's here. I'm here and we are not queer. How is everybody on the other side? Just kidding. I can't hear you and it doesn't matter. Your lives are insignificant and meaningless and they will never matter to me because I will never know about you. So, today, on this podcast, we'll be talking about literally anything I want, because I don't have any topics written down, nor do I have any, any, any planning at all, actually, I try to think. in a basement, surrounded by Christmas lights. And this is how we start the legacy that is about to begin. Now, <laughs> the topic that I have in mind right now is, um, we're actually going to be starting a YouTube channel, that's the topic. It's not interesting, but it's a topic. Now... The whole idea is it's one of those, like, but channels, you know? Like, this happens, but this movie exists, but, like, stuff like that. And, uh, excuse the fucking loud air conditioner. It'll be over eventually. But, um, so that's what we're doing. I was thinking of that, and, um, I wanted to stop because it's getting really difficult to think when my thoughts are being just absolutely destroyed by other thoughts. And this is just what it is. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, another topic I have in mind is things that annoy me. Um, there's a lot of them. Small children. Small children annoy me. There's a lot of things that annoy me. I think a big one is when people, um, you know, when people talk to you, th- that's part of it. When people talk to you and they act as if they're constantly right when they're not. Like if they're very clearly wrong about something, you know what I mean? But they just like, they have to be right. Flat earthers. Flat, yes. People like that. These cliques of people that mean nothing to the rest of the world, but for some reason just have to show their opinion in there. And they always celebrities on board. You know, like Christians. <laughs> you know, like flat earthers. Like. We're going to take all the flat earthers and put them on the Falcon Heavy rocket so we can simultaneously <laughs> prove them wrong and send them into strat- the stratosphere at the same time. I mean, that would be fun. Elon Musk, where you at? So, um, yeah, no, this... <laughs> so this really is not going to have any specific aim or goal. I just kind of want to put my thoughts out there and see what goes on. The world's going to listen to all that we have to not offer. Exactly. So I think what I actually want to talk about, for real, um, is probably my views on where we're going as a country. And it's a little bit more of a serious thing, but... I feel like it's kind of important to talk about because a lot of people are getting all tangled up on party politics. A lot of people are getting caught up on the parts of our democracy that are going to damage it. (laughs) People are caught up on my side's right, your side's wrong. And honestly, I feel personally, and this is just my thoughts and I'm not going to impose mine on you, but I feel like um, as a country, we're moving in the wrong direction because we're moving in. We're moving in that direction. Becoming more of football teams yeah because we're not able to decipher truth from um fiction you know we're not able to decipher what's really going on because everything that's surrounding us is just little bubbles if you're a republican let's say and you are a subscriber you look to all these republican media outlets and you're same thing if you're democrat you look to all this that's all you're going to get you're not going to get anything else and that's what you get enveloped in and i feel like at that point you're not really either one you're just being brainwashed and thinking you're either one <clears throat> i think if we take the middle ground and really look at this country from an outside point of view or even an inside point of view but more of a, a grounded one you know where we're really looking at all the facts as they are 
simply said, would be going in a lot better direction. If you think about when America was founded, and you think about people, yeah, parties existed, but more people voted for the person, you know? People voted for the ideas that they believed in. And that didn't have to be enveloped in one party. It could be enveloped in the person themselves because there's people who are running that sometimes don't agree with what that party says to do, you know what I mean? People voted for the person they thought would run the country proper, not for <coughs> whichever team they were on, including and hollering at the other one. Exactly. I mean, personally, I don't know about you, Cooper, but I'm a libertarian. Um, my stuff's my stuff. Your stuff's your stuff. You leave me alone, I leave you alone. Simply said, you know, <coughs> I feel like the government should be active in our lives, but should stay out enough where, you know, we have all of our freedoms and we're not restricted. And I feel like if people thought about it that way and really thought that we should think of it in terms of our freedoms, because that's what America is. It's a land of the free. If we thought about our freedoms, we stopped looking at these parties. I feel like we're going in such a much better direction because all we're focused on is these inner turmoil between two sides, that there's a lot going on right now that we're not talking about. For example, the student loan bubble is growing exponentially because, and I could be wrong, just, just when I'm going off what I think I'm saying is correct, <coughs> where colleges are basically handing out money for people to come. P- pay us back, you know, big air quotes, pay us back, and it's fine. How long does it take the average person to pay off all their college debt now? Isn't it 50-something years? Something like that. So it's a long time. Now, so colleges are basically giving away the government's money, right? But they're not getting it back. So this bubble's growing, 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 growing of debt, eventually going to pop. And the people who are going to be affected by it are people of our age. We're 16, but by the time this really pops, it's going to be when we're in college. And it's going to be affecting people in college. Last time in 2008, um, the crash really affected homeowners, you know, people with mortgages. This time around, it's going to affect people with college educations. So we're like this problems like that. There's <coughs> problems like our relationships with some other countries that really are not good right now. Um, I'm not going to blame relationship that. Relationship with ourselves. Exactly. I'm not going to blame that on any one person. Cause I feel like blaming it on someone is the reason that this happens. You know what I mean? The reason that this stuff goes wrong is because we're so with our side that we just blame everybody else. So like there's all these other problems. Our relations are our debt. We're trillions in debt. <laughs> We need, if we can get rid of that, that would be awesome, you know, if we can do, <coughs> do stuff like that. If we really focus on what needs to be focused on, the more important things, we'd be so much better off. Putting your personal goals under what needs to be done for the greater good <coughs> of the world and for your country and the people around you is truly what's necessary. Yeah. And um, branching off of this, I'm kind of moving on a little bit, is the people in our country. Everybody's so sensitive nowadays, and that's part of it, is the fact that people can dish out all the criticism they feel fit and necessary, but the second it comes back around, the other person's in the wrong. They didn't do anything wrong, you know what I mean? And I, I'm trying to tie this in nice enough, but I know it's not, a, again, a full direction to this, but it's just talking and getting thoughts out. Um, so, yeah, the, the sensitivity is causing a lot of this because people just can't handle, in some cases, the truth. They can't handle other people's opinions. And it's so heartbreaking to see when you think back in time that people were able to say what they wanted and they would get off with it a little easier, you know. It was more more accepted to say certain things. Now, I'm not saying that there were bad things people said that should not have been said. 
I'm just saying there was that freedom there. And nowadays it's, it's dwindling and dwindling and dwindling down to it's nothing. Part of that is that <coughs> nowadays you can, you can say anything to anyone, no matter where they are in the world, within an instant. The internet has changed the world in a positive way, but the animosity of the internet is also creating a negative atmosphere of you could say whatever you want to anyone and they'll never know where you live they'll never see you in person so you you feel you feel <coughs> safe you you could say whatever you want and they'll never find you they'll never punish you for it exactly and so being anonymous or just being separated by impossible distances but still being able to directly insult or harass a person has reduced people's ability to compassionately discuss to other people and converse. So when something is actually said, people, one, get really offended, but two, the actual things being said are multiple times more offensive than it should be. Yeah, I mean, with that... That ties in really nice, I think, because people take that attitude they have on the internet, right? Saying what they want and being free to say it. Where they take that into the real world. And then they say something too far. Which, yes, even if you are sensitive, it can be too far. So then that causes this backlash, which causes the sensitivity. Because people are just too afraid to say anything. Or whenever they say anything, they just attack anyone else who says them they don't like. And that causes, again, this kind of leads into those party politics where people think they're always right, they're always right, they're right, they can say whatever they want and get away with it. And so opposing sides take their sides, and then they just fire each other, like an old battle. They just fire each other from the sides, and it doesn't get anywhere. There's no tactic to it, there's no logic, there's no reason to it, it's just what it is. And that's what it's become. It has become like a revolutionary war battle where... One per, there's a one team, I guess, on one side, one team on the other. They just stand there and mine and fire each other. It doesn't mean anything, and half yeah, of them don't hit. Whoever has the, more, the larger amount of people wins. Exactly. So, um, that's, um, I guess, our politics section for today. Kind of head out of that. I think we should head into um, other current events or current topics, like um, <coughs> big one right now, which for me is not so big for other people, is... is um. I believe it. it is still Pride Month, right? Um, again, this is kind of a touchy one, but whatever. Um, Pride Month is right now. And um, for me, I fully support whatever anyone wants to do, whoever anyone wants to sleep with, whoever wants to want to date. It's fine by me as long as you're not bothering me with it. And people are giving them a lot of sh- uh, shisa for it because um, they're, they're, they're having, they have a whole month. And people are complaining that why, why does this group have a whole month? Why does this group have a whole month? And I understand everyone's kind of case on this, everyone's stance on this, because it's reasonable, you know what I mean? Like, like, these people get a month, but I don't. Like, that type of thing, you know? And I feel like, honestly, it's okay if they have a month. They fought for what they've had, and they're making great leaps in progress. But I feel like making a personality trait is when it becomes a problem, and I think you have pretty strong yeah, opinions on this. I really don't give a damn if you're gay, but just don't be gay in my general direction. Don't push it on other people. Like, being a member of the LGBT community is, yeah, sure, you can be proud of it, but it's not something you push on other people. It's not something you force other people to join. It's not a cult. 
Exactly. It's yeah. just what you're born, who you're born liking. There's nothing wrong with that, but it doesn't make you you. Your personality and your actions in life make you you. So um, <coughs> people are giving these people a lot of hate, which I think is really unwarranted because a lot of them are just trying to show that they're there, that their voice is heard. And, it's, and a lot of them are making a personality trait. They're making it just something to be proud of, and I'm fine with that. It's just I feel a lot of hate is unwarranted, but um, everyone has the right to their own opinion, and that's just what that is. So we can't really stop that because if we stop it, aren't we kind of hindering our freedom of speech in a way, you know? If we try to just like cut it at the end. I mean, what do you think, though? Um, it's with the community. While some individuals are very outspoken, some of them are also some of the nicest people I know. Like, there are both extreme extremists on both <laughs> sides to where they're extreme anti-LGBT people and extreme LGBT people. But a good 90% of the people are just perfectly normal people trying to live their lives. <laughs> exactly. And extremists are bringing <laughs> the bad parts of both sides out. And they're the only ones that are hurt. Yeah, and, yeah, the, and, but it's bringing the whole situation to, it's, it's elevating the situation in an unnecessary way. Exactly, because, like you said, the only people that are heard are those sides, those extreme sides. That's, that's, that's not all of us. That's not most of us. But that's making people think that that's most of us. Like, people think that, like, people in the gay community think that, like, a lot of them think that all straight people are out to get them and they hate them because that's the 10% that's been lifted out. Or the same, vice versa for us, you know. Um, it's the same thing almost with the, all the riots that were going on with the, um, you know, with the Confederate flag and all that. Because a lot of people were just trying to defend what they believed in. But then those 10% that really were racist and really did hate, you know, and really had that um, animosity came out. And that's what caused, like, all that stuff. And I feel like that's becoming a bigger problem is the violence today. Yeah, it's, it's an issue of perception. Mm-hmm. Like, going back to the Confederate flag issue, well... Yeah, some people view it as a, a sign of slavery and differentiation and segregation and racism. It's also, to other people, a sign of southern pride and proud of where you come from. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and it's, it's just different perceptions. And uh, while they might not get along, you have to learn to live with each other. Yeah, you might not like the other people, you might not agree with them, but yeah, you still have to deal with them and live with them. Yeah. Your goal is not to extinguish their existence. And I would just like to say all this by saying we're, we're in, like, the Northeast, really, so we're, it's not like we're coming from that point of view where, like, we are those people. We're just coming from an outside point of view and saying that, really, from what we see, for some people, it is just a sign of their history, and not in the bad way. A lot of them who enjoy the flag and, like, you know, doing that are very, you know, ashamed. I mean, all Americans are ashamed of what we did. I mean, not what we did, but what our ancestors did. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, I feel like if we all just try to get along a little better, I don't mean to, it's not how kumbaya the world isn't that way, but I feel like if we at least try to understand each other, that's, that's the main cause. I mean, root of all this. So we refuse to understand each other. If it's unknown to us, unknown, unknown things scare us. And when we don't know something, we choose to terrorize and criticize it 
rather than to try to understand it. So, I mean, that's just the way it is. And that's the way it always has been. And I feel like if we continue, it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. We just got to really figure this out and become become more tolerant without closing in on our rights. Again, I'm a big um, activist for all of our rights and all of our freedoms. But there's definitely ways we have to improve almost, not against our rights, obviously, but to improve them, enhance them. If we understand each other, it's easier to carry out our rights in a non-negative way, you know? It's people on any, either side of any issue. It doesn't matter what it is. You need to take a moment and look at the other side. and Instead of being a, a football team, like hooting and hollering at the other side just because they're against you, that's not how we solve problems. We solve problems by coming to agreement. And while, yeah, neither side walks away completely happy, both sides get a little bit of what they want and coming to a compromise. And That's what matters. Yeah, it's soft problems like adults, not like children. You exactly. don't scream, nuh-uh, at the other person exactly. before you get what you want. You don't kick and scream. You solve problems like adults. Hmm. Um, I don't know if any of you listening, if anyone is listening, um, had the D.A.R.E. program in your school when you were in elementary school. Now, it was mostly, if you don't know what it is, it was uh, basically a big say no to drugs, and like it was a lot of social situations and things like that. Um, and basically a police officer come in and talk to you about it and teach you like what the right thing to do was. And But there was a portion of that which was conflict resolution. And then they brought other people in over time went on. It wasn't quite there anymore. It was more other things. But <clears throat> a big part of it was conflict resolution and knowing what to do in certain um, conflicts and situations. And I feel like people... If you don't have it, then it's kind of hard for you to understand. But if you do, I think you should take out of it or you should have taken out of it that a lot of what they said was about compromise. And that really does relate now. Those lessons they were trying to teach you even all the way back then really do apply now. Because now if you look where we're gone, people don't listen to that type of advice. Here we are. But if we all did really think about conflicts and we think about what we're going through, we can really get through a lot easier because... The person on the other side of that wall, you know, that wall of difference, is going through the same thing as you. They just think about it differently. If you really talked about it and figured it out, now who knows where we can go with that, you know? Solving problems isn't about getting what you want. It's about doing what's better for <laughs> everyone. Yeah, it's... Exactly. It makes, that, that's how the world <coughs> progresses. It's about settling your differences and doing what's yeah. correct. Geniuses, they don't argue because they're not interested in personal goals. They're interested in progressing. Yeah. Um, on the topic of progress, by the way, I guess we'll continue our motion in whatever direction conversation takes us. Um, a lot of progress is going on right now, especially in, um, I guess, the space industry. Um, I know Cooper's pretty adamant about it. He's, he's into that. And I'm into it. I'm just not very well versed on it, I suppose. But, um, so, I mean, the big, the big thing right now is NASA's, I suppose, distrust of Elon Musk, or how would you word that? Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm not necessarily well-versed in the subject of Elon Musk, but one thing that, in the <coughs> planetary subject, that's very important is the climate change issue. Because yes. it's, it's not a debate. 
it's people, a fact. People, people call it a debate. It, it's, it's not a debate. It's scientifically proven. You know. If it, you think otherwise, you just you have don't, to look, you're not looking at the facts. If you think otherwise, you're the reason why it's called a debate, and you're the reason why, you, you know... Can't argue with an idiot because they're too dumb to realize that they're they're wrong. You're the you're the reason why climate change. Part of the reason, you know what I mean. If you don't if you don't refuse to look at it and you continue doing what causes it, you're not you're not helping. So that's I believe it's eleven months we have. Really. Uh, I I don't. I don't know if it's 11 months or 11 years. I haven't looked at this statistic recently. <coughs> but we, we have only a very short amount of time until we reach the point of no return. And this planet's going to all hell. We're all going to burn up. We're all, we've already had massive holes in our ozone layer. And causing UV radiation to damage your skin much easier. And it, it's... It's sad to say. the planet. It's sad to say, because it is a very beautiful... Like, we live on a, one of those beautiful planets. I mean, obviously, the only planet we can live on, but... This is the only planet we can live on. There's no planet B. Like, we can't go to other planets. Yeah, or, well, yes, we can, but not in a sustainable force of living. So, I feel like we just need to look at the facts as they are. Because we're running out of time. Yeah, and, and that's... It's not the time not... to blame it on massive companies. Yeah, they are the root of the problem, but they're not the only source of the problem. Exactly. So clean energy is not as difficult as people are making it seem. Exactly. It's, it's it's a really easy alternative. It's honestly cheaper. Like it's a well, cheaper alternative. People are willing to put millions and billions of dollars into restoring the Notre Dame when it was unfortunately set on fire. Yeah. However, the small amount of money compared to that that it would take to build a fusion reactor, which is a very clean, efficient, and effective way of generating power, ten times more powerful than, or well, not even ten, many more than a fission reactor, which is a nuclear reactor, for those who don't know. Um, it creates almost no by- byproduct. Um, it's if something goes wrong, you just simply turn a valve and it's off. It's not dangerous. It's the only reason why it doesn't exist is because it lacks funding. And while there are billionaires willing to invest their money into a religious cathedral, they aren't willing to put their money into something that would save the world. Exactly. If people put the same amount of thought into this as they put thought into those petty things, not that, not that it's petty, but into things like that where it can just be fixed over time. This is not something that can just be fixed over time. You have to fix it now. And if they put the same amount of thought into that as they do this, it would just, I don't know, it would just be so much easier on us. Because we're not trying to do it ourselves. We have the support of those people who really do have influence and have the money to really do that, you know? I mean, every little bit of money counts. Don't get me wrong. But we don't have enough money to do it on our own. We just can't. It, it needs to be a communal thing where people of the world come together to solve this. It's not something that one man is going to do. It's, it's not something that a 
company or an organization is going to solve. And I'm sorry, but maybe it's part of it. But what makes me angry about this topic is it's mostly white girls who say they care so much about the environment and they do all these little petty things, but they really don't. Saving it, the turtles with the straws. It's like, it's like straws why don't... contribute to less than 1% <coughs> of actual environmental damage. If you okay. really want to go after something, go attack the fishing industry. Exactly. And that's the reason that people are putting all this effort on such these tiny things, and again, not that they're tiny or petty, it's just they're putting all the effort on such small things in the end that it's just they should be putting their effort on something so much bigger. Where if, if all these people put their minds together, we can do so much good, so much good for this, like the environment. In a good way, not just a fake, I love the environment, I want to save the turtles by drinking out of a metal straw, you know? People didn't care about the environment until it had a cute little face. Exactly. And it was, like, you people have watched how many animals go extinct over the course of human existence, and yet... No one seems to care. something you're familiar with... Exactly. Slightly attached to is starting to be damaged. Now you care. And now, yes, now you care. And you care about the wrong source. <laughs> exactly. All these, you're, you're, you're caring about, like, first of all, about, like, the seagulls, for example. Or the animals like that, where, like, the oil spills get them. You know what I mean? Like, so you're caring about the turtles with the plastic straws. When these oil spills, things like that are killing them in the masses. But plastic straws are the problem. Not not these big things. This little thing is the problem, you know? Not the thing everybody else is saying, look, it's basically screaming at you, look, here's the problem, here it is. And we're all looking at these tiny little things that really are insignificant in the end. And that's the reason, honestly, if you really think about it, why climate change is such a big issue. Because people are focusing on these little tiny things when it's right there. It's throwing pebbles trying to move them out. Well, like, you can easily... Yeah, with a bit of communal effort, we could all effectively accomplish our goal. But if you're just going to focus on the little things that, yeah, are morally important, but not as scientifically and logically important as bigger things... And I suppose, um, moving on with the topic of the big picture. This is kind of what I want to end with today, because I know it's not going to be a super long episode, but it's really just a starting thing. What I want to end with is the big picture. Um, I suppose big, uh, three big pictures. Big picture for us, as people, two of us, and this. The big picture of everything around us. And I suppose the big picture of everything in between. So I'll start with us. <laughs> the podcast, I hope this does well. I mean, I know it won't right away, but I hope it picks up. We have our YouTube channel starting, which we haven't quite figured it out yet, but we're going to get there. Um, so that's the big picture for us is moving ahead and um, really creating advancing, creating content that we enjoy creating and that hopefully other people will enjoy viewing. The big picture of everything around us. <laughs> I'm hoping people wake up a little bit, you know, and really start working on these bigger issues and really stop squabbling over such petty things like these party politics, yes. And with everything in between, I just want to say that I hope everybody is able to get along. 
and everybody's able to put aside their differences and really communicate. Because if we do the things that we've set our minds to, and we do it together, we can do so much good for this planet, we can do so much good for the people and the animals in it, and we can do so much good for society as a whole and really progress. Because society is like a pendulum. It has to swing in this form of progress, and then it swings back to extreme regression, but that extreme regression causes more progress. And right now, we're in a state where the pendulum isn't swinging. It's not going anywhere. And <laughs> we need to really figure that out. So I hope, if you're listening to this, you really take some of that advice. Get out there. Do good. Do good for the big picture. Don't do good for the small picture. Really work on what you believe in. And work on it to the fullest of your extent, to the fullest of your ability. Um, this has been the first episode of our podcast, uh, Planes, Trains, and Suicide Bombers. Um, and hopefully you'll keep tuning in. This has been Nate. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in.